Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back to the Michael Armstrong podcast show. And uh, this evening or uh, afternoon in the stateside, uh, we're joined by Kim Hall, who is uh, an Amway distributor from uh, the US. And uh, also, uh, we've met networking, so I know Kim's a big networker as well. She's got a number of other strings to her bow. We'll have a little chat about some of those things as well. How are you doing today, Kim? You okay? I'm good, Mike. And how are you? It's good to see you and thank you for giving me uh, an opportunity to talk with people and hopefully be able to serve people. Yes, brilliant. And uh, no problem. Thanks for coming on and uh, for having a chat with me. So uh, obviously we've, we've known each other a while now through um, the online speed networking hosted <laughs> by uh, Gerard Hammond. And we've been doing that for a few weeks now, uh, but we haven't really had a chance to have a real good chat. So um you know, it's good for me to have a, a follow-up call with uh, the people I meet networking, and I like to get to know them a bit more. I put it on my podcast and my YouTube channel for other people to get to know them as well. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your background and, and what you do. Obviously, you're a distributor at Amway, but there's some of the other things you're involved in as well. Well, I have a lot of different things that I have done from, uh, of course, being a wife, a mom, a grams, <laughs> and that's always fun. Um, then we have, uh, I was a virtual, after I got out, um, uh, well, I worked in retail, but before that I worked in a steel mill. So after I did that and did some administration work, I actually was a virtual assistant for a while. So I have that entrepreneurial bug, I think people would call that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, then became a distributor with Amway, but do a lot of other things from Crime Watch in our area to... Um, volunteering at our church when we were, you know, when we were affiliated with a, a huge church that needed a lot of help. <laughs> so, yeah. so just a lot of different things, but always love to serve. Okay, brilliant. So you like to, like to help people, which is something that we have in common. I like to help people too. Mm -hmm. So um, obviously we met networking. Um, how have you found sort of uh, networking and shifting to online and, you know, sort of the change in business since the sort of pandemic come along? Well, it's been different and I have appreciated meeting you because uh, you do have service as your heart. That, that speaks volumes. And when you're networking, you always can find people that are like-minded in that way. They just shine. And I, I have always appreciated that about you. With the networking, internet and technology is not my first language. <laughs> it's yeah. a second language, so it's been a little challenging. However, I think when we're approached with challenges, as all of us have seen this year, <laughs> we have a couple of choices. You can either you know, fall underneath them or you can rise above them. And I love the spirit of people that I've seen wanting to rise above the challenges of this year. <laughs> yeah. Yes, definitely. I have a I have a motto. It doesn't matter how many times you fall down, as long as you get up at least one more time. So, right. you know, it doesn't matter how many challenges you get in your way, as long as you just overcome them. You know what I mean? Exactly. Just, you know, and if you never give up, and there is always a way. And if you can't find a way, if you um, if you ask someone else or, you know, meet somebody and try and find some help, at some point you'll find a way around any obstacle. It's, it's my belief. You just got to keep going. Yep, exactly. And I think that's the beauty of networking, don't you? Because yeah. you do have other people that are there that are like-minded that if you're struggling with something, maybe you're just having a bad day, but they can come alongside and say, hey, have you thought about this? 
or they can give a word of encouragement, like you said, to get up one more time than what you've been knocked down. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, my uh, another belief of mine is you should surround yourself with positive people and, and people who can help you just definitely. as much as you can help them because together you get the compound effect of, you know, if you're all pushing in the same direction and you're all positive, etc. So, you know, for me, I've actually quite enjoyed the pandemic period. You know, I don't enjoy what's going on in the world and, and knowing that other people are suffering. But mm-hmm. for myself, I, I worked from home for eight years anyway. So, um, I've just enjoyed you know, carrying on doing that and actually finding more people doing it and being able to reach out to the, the world as the world is doing it. And, you know, I'm a big believer in, in, in the more you collaborate and join forces, the, the bigger that force is and the more good it is. Right. And you get to shine when you're used to it <laughs> and you get to show the way for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, so yeah, it's, uh, it's about trying to uh, help as many people along the way. That's what I think life's about. So, um, exactly. so tell us a little bit about, uh, you said, obviously you do the Amway distribution now. That's something I know you started more recently um, because of this situation. Um, what else are you involved in? Uh, you said obviously the church and that, but I know um, there's uh, something to do with the YouTube and uh, grandpa telling stories. Oh, <laughs> yes. I, I am. I was a wife. I am a proud wife. So I might bore you a bit, bit with this information. But um, my husband retired a little over a year and a half ago. And when he retired, I, you know, you never know what those circumstances are going to be. <laughs> um, but I was really thrilled when he decided to start a YouTube channel. Yeah. And on that YouTube channel, he decided since our grand and live out of town they're out of our state he would read books to them because we read books to our kids when they were growing up and they've turned into being avid readers and so he thought he would do that he started that and then when COVID hit he decided to open the channel up so that parents who were stuck home with their kids all the time would be able to have a little bit of an outlet, maybe give him a little bit of a break where uh, <laughs> where he reads. Yeah. So he's he's the internet grandpa on YouTube, and he has hundreds of books, I think now, um, with hours of reading, everything from storybooks for kids, little kids, to uh, chapter books. He's um, working on right now he's doing he's done the line the witch in the wardrobe but that won't be released december uh, well we're in december sometime this month <laughs> yeah. and uh, but different different books that um from what homeschoolers need as far as some of the reading materials that they need to cover to uh, just entertainment for the little kids and he gets a yeah. kick out of that yeah, I bet that's. Um, I bet the grandkids love that, knowing that uh, Grandpa's uh, an internet sensation, reading uh, reading books to, to to all the kids around the world. He's a bit like um, a bit like Father Christmas. It's somewhat like that. <laughs> he could have that white beard if he'd grow it out too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd look but... good. That would uh, and some rosy cheeks, and then uh, it could be uh-huh. what Santa does the rest of the year round. That may be the next the next chapter of this, right? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it makes sense, really. I think uh, there's lots of kids who need uh, need reading about Santa at Christmas time, obviously, to see what he's up to. I bet a lot of them are worried whether he's going to make it around the world this year because of this pandemic. Yeah, and if he's going to have to wear gloves and a mask as he goes into homes so we don't, you know, scare the dogs that are in those homes. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, he did so. He did a lot of um, Thanksgiving books. I was surprised at how many 
books for children are about Thanksgiving, but yeah. that's kind of nice to see because it's a good thing to like, you talk about the positivity and I think thankfulness is one of those definite positive things. Oh yes. I think, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I think a big part of um, positive outlook and positive mental attitude is being grateful and appreciative for what you have whilst you're working on what you want. Exactly. I think so many people um, take whatever they have around them and whatever situation they are in in life, they take it for granted. Mm -hmm. and um, they, they don't really appreciate, for example, how lucky they are to be um, born on the side of the world they're born in or in the, you know, the, the, the part of the country that they're in or the, you know, it's like um, a lot of people constantly moan and whinge sometimes at you know, things which, you know, they call third world problems. Right? You know what I mean, they're not real problems, but people sometimes look for problems because they haven't actually got any real ones. Yes, that's sad. But then on the flip side of that, you have those that, you know, look at the little bit that they have that are very thankful for it. And um, in being thankful, they show kindness to others. There's so many other positive things, like you said about. Yes, definitely. That, sometimes that shine of a thankful heart. Yeah, so, sometimes the people who've got nothing are the most appreciative for, for, for the things they do have. So, uh, mm -hmm. so that's yes. it. But, um, you know, for, for me, uh, you know, it's been interesting to see a shift in mindset, if you like, um, in the human race a little bit because of this pandemic and people forging together and pulling together and it's not all about them and the hours they work and the car they drive. And you know, it's about uh, the things that people do value most in the world, you know, seeing their family and and to do things, uh, you know, uh, you know, hobbies and simple pleasures in like going, like going for walks and getting into nature or, you know, people really get to understand actually what it is around them that, that is sort of worth uh, enjoying and missing and, and, and that sort of thing. So, you know, I think there's a lot of people um, going to have different work-life balances and different life patterns following the pandemic because they got used to doing things a better way and I myself have been doing that for eight years you know uh, a way where I can get up when I want to rather than having to get up early in the morning and go on the commute you know uh, the way right. where you don't have to do a commute to work and you know get stuck two hours one way and two hours the other way and get caught up in all pollution and then you know and pollute the planet and you know, all these things that people have taken for granted including the planet's a big one for me you know human uh, the human race has taken a lot of things for granted and I think um this has just been a little bit of a reset for people to actually recalibrate what is important to them and maybe what isn't so important to them, like the latest phone or the latest car or the latest trainer, or, you know, all those things. We do sometimes get stuck in different uh, levels of grief when something is taken away or when we have a challenge. Uh, the, the, um, and it's hard to get out of some of them. I know I myself was stuck in, in kind of self-pity for a while when I was real sick. So it's really uh, important, though, for people to realize that while that's okay, it is kind of normal, there is something much better out there for them if they decide, and it's a decision, to look at things differently, to yeah. examine, you know, okay, this is my situation, but what is there that's good in this? What have I learned? What can I... Um, glean so that maybe I can share that with others and make their life a little easier. 
So those kinds of things, I, I think I've seen people rise to that call during this most definitely like you said so yeah definitely i think um i think when when the going gets tough the tough get going uh, mm-hmm. as, as they say and um yeah. i think there has been a lot of people who have got going during this time and you know there always are winners and losers in all situations and as you said earlier it is a choice a lot of the time you know you choose to go with the flow and and, and to make things happen or you choose to put your head in the sand and you know, let, let the waves ride on top of you, if you like, and, and swallow you up, like, you know, so right. everyone has a choice. And if, if you can't see the choices, sometimes you, you need to surround yourself with some positivity or a positive role model or let yourself go do it into a routine of, of gratitude or, you know, something, you know, there's, there's some way of getting yourself out of that. And if you can get yourself out of it, the, the world looks a much better place when you are looking at things in a positive way rather than in a constant you know haze of negativity exactly like we were forced into zoom rooms and with this networking especially it's been phenomenal because i'm looking at your world map behind you and i've met people from all over the world in a zoom room that i would not have had that opportunity well i may have had the opportunity but i may not have taken advantage of that opportunity to do so in you know yeah. if times were like they were before what we call our normal <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you're from indiana aren't you i am in indiana i'm a hoosier yeah. that's right <laughs> so, I, put, I put a pin in indiana earlier so oh, i actually i don't put pins in for everyone i meet around the world otherwise it'd fill oh. up too quickly but i oh, put a yes. pin in for everyone i connect with so either I have a networking follow-up with them or we have a uh, you know, a long chat at a networking event or I like get them on my podcast or, or something where I would consider them to be a, a connection then rather than just the, somebody you've met, like, you know. A connection, oh, I like know. that. You'll have to take a clo- close-up of that map and put it under your YouTube channel or your LinkedIn or something so yeah, we can see uh, all that. Uh, there's quite a lot of uh, red pins the, in there. All the different see. pins, cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's wow. a big cluster around sort of the UK and Europe and a big cluster in the USA. There's a couple in Africa, but uh, there's lots of parts of the world I need to fill in. Um, yeah, not so much in Asia, not so much in Russia, and not so much in South America. And Canada's such a big area. I've met lots of people in Canada, but the things don't fill up the gap very, very quickly. So we need to make some introductions to you. <laughs> Yes, that's right. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm always looking to get people uh, from Russia because Russia's a massive area and I don't know too many people. So Russia, more of Canada, uh, but I got lots of, along the sort of bottom coast of uh, Canada where it entwines with America um, because, because that's where Toronto is and it's where some of the big cities are. But uh, I haven't got much in the big open spaces in the sort of north Canada. Canada. I guess um, there's not many moose you can meet networking. <laughs> That's true, <laughs> but I'm glad I'm glad you let us know about that. So now, everyone in the listening audience, we know what to listen for for Mike as to how to make introductions of people in those areas. Yes, I'd like to see you fill up that map. That's my mission. That's my plan. I I, I can't wait till I um till it's red. So it's just there's nowhere else, uh, no, no, nothing else you can see, and it's filling up in lots of nice little areas. South Africa, I know, is quite quite well. There's quite a few. Oh, okay. Got a few in India, got a lot in India. So China and Japan. Uh, Australia obviously is massive, so I need more. I've got, got a few in Australia, but need more. Uh, Russia, Australia, China, 
Um, How about Haiti? America, what did you say? I have a, a dear friend from Haiti. Okay, yeah, yeah, that'd be good. I don't, I don't think I've got a Haitian. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so uh, I think I've got about four or five African countries. So there's a lot more of Africa I need to cover. But um, my mission is to become a global speaker and to have connections in every part of the world. And, and ideally have helped somebody in every part of the world. So, you know, I, I might get another color at some point and put in there where I've actually helped someone in some way as well. So I can mix those colors oh. up there. So I'll just connect with that them and help. <laughs> It'll be a, it'll be a full there. rainbow of colors then. <laughs> yeah, there's there's lots of people out there you don't know if you help them or not because they, they might have heard you on a podcast on a YouTube channel or whatever. But um, yeah, if you know you've helped someone in some way, then I could uh, pop another color in for them, and uh, yeah, try and fill that color up all over the world then as well. But uh, yeah, I started my 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 global mission in probably. March really got going around June this year, so I've got quite a lot of pins in the map uh, for the time I've been going. Uh, so if I give that a good ten years, in ten years' time from now, that's going to be a pretty full red map. So I, and I once you once you get to traveling, you'll actually be meeting people from all yes, over. Yes, definitely. So I want to go. I want to go. There's quite a few people I've met in different parts of the uh, the world. I want to go meet again and catch up with them. And I think. Um, Again, that's another thing. A lot of people are in a rush to, to get whatever they want to get to, and they're not willing to take their time. And I look at everything as the big picture, the long term. So, you know, that map at the moment, I can fill it up in red quite quickly because of all the people I meet. But, you know, meeting somebody isn't really having an impact in any way. So I don't want to just put a, a pin in for the sake of it. I'd rather take my time. I'd rather build the map up with real connections. And if it takes 10 years to fill the map up, it takes 10 years. As long as you're helping people along the way and, and whatever, that, that, that's the thing which um, I think a lot of youngsters these days need to learn. They, everyone wants everything yesterday. And sometimes you just got to learn a bit of patience. I think that's true with when I know it was true with me when I was young. So I don't know if it's the generation or it's just the age. Um, without think, having the life not, experiences, you don't know. Yeah, I think it's part of the age, but I also think it's part of the consumer world that we live in now. You know, the fact that, you know, the credit cards and, you know, everyone, you know, before people used to save up for this, that and the other. And now everyone is in, it's all instantaneous, like, you know, just swipe your card or swipe your phone and, and move on, like, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of lessons that are, um, I would say, more insightful the earlier that you learn them. Yeah. <laughs> and finances and things like that is one of those because otherwise then you're you're spending your time digging out of holes yeah so yeah definitely I, so i think that might be something you could you can kind of spread the word on too yeah well yeah there's a, there's a lot of um there's a lot of uh, skills and, and and techniques and um principles if you like that i believe used mm -hmm. to be um they used to be more widespread and they got thinner and thinner on the ground now, you know, people's values and training and patience and those sorts of things that, that, that are being depleted away. And that's why I think this pandemic has been good in a way because it's, it's made people sit up and think and maybe learn some more lessons about life and about the value of life and the value of, of the people in their world and, and the value of things and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah, you know, I think, um, uh, there's always great lessons to learn in life and the earlier you can learn them the better you can 
you know, uh, build a life of satisfaction and, and of value and of giving and, you know, and of gratitude and, and all these things which, which make you much happier than if you don't have any of those things. Mm -hmm. And I think what you're mentioning with the um, putting the pins in, we meet a lot of people. People cross our paths almost daily in some way. However, I, I see the authentic meeting as something where you have uh, a little more than a hello, how are you yeah. in your conversation, where it's a little more heartfelt, where um, you can share a little bit of yourself and you get to hear a little bit of them and take that in. And those are the things that help you remember people. Yeah. Those are the, um, the moments that, like you said, they amount to something. You, they have a, a reward, whether it be for them or for you or mutual. Yeah. Um, it's, and it might just be a heart re reward where you're, um, somebody said something that was heartwarming to you. But I, I like the fact that you don't just put pins for everybody you, you meet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you've it, met yeah. people all over the world. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there's, uh, there's 60 different uh, people on, on, on the speed networking events that we go to. And, you know, I can have a pin all over all of America, uh, you know, most, most of those right. times. They come from everywhere. But, you know, if, if, I, if I look at a pin, I want to know who that pin represents or... Uh, you know, is there somebody in that part of the world I could potentially pick up and say, I'm going to be there next year, fancy meeting up and uh, having a drink or something. Like, you know what I mean? They need to be someone yeah. at least on a level where you can remember them, like, you know, and they can remember you. So that it's some sort of meaningful relationship there. And not just right. Exactly. I was just going to say that that's more of a relationship than just a, a chance meeting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, um, and ultimately, like I say, I want to help as many people as possible. And I can't help people if they just fleet by, but I can help them if I get to know them and I get to know what it is that they do and what it is that they're looking for and, you know, and all that sort of thing. So like um, with your, your um, uh, husband's YouTube channel, uh, I, I subscribe to that. And I always, if I see anything off any of the people I connect with, I try and connect with them on social. And if anyone shares anything, I'll share it myself and pass it on for, for you know, market the message to, to a further audience because well, it takes two seconds to do that. And I've got a lot of following myself. And the more we all help each other, like I say, that compound effect, the more you just, you know, look after other people and don't worry about looking after yourself or don't worry about, you know, what, what what's in it for me, you know, try to just concentrate on other people and what's in it for them. And I believe in, in, in the universe and, you know, things will sort itself out. So if you can just be good to other people, then, you know, uh, the, 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 the world, the God, or the universe, whatever you see as a, the bigger picture, the bigger thing, um, it's going to come back and, and look after you in some way. That's what I believe in. So I'm, I'm, I'm into karma and what goes around comes around and that sort of thing. So, uh, you know, to me, that's why I want to connect with them. I want to connect on social media, on LinkedIn and and then when I see something that they're sharing, I think, well, let's just share it and see if we can help them spread the message in some way. Mm -hmm. And one thing that you said uh, leads me to, to remember something we learned in the networking group um, was that is how good of a listener are you? Yeah. And if you're listening and you pick up on things, like you said, you, you're able to point others in that direction because you'll hear a need. If you hear what somebody does and you through your networking um, and you really listen, you'll hear not just 
what their job is, but why they do it, what their heart is. And then you feel a little more comfortable. You have a little, like you said, relationship to where you are comfortable maybe referring them on or passing on their information or like you said, clicking on that link to yeah. find out more or setting up a chat time, which I'm glad you did that. Thank you for your patience on this. It's been a while. Yes, but, uh, it's just uh, when you've got different time zones, sometimes it's a bit like that. You end up being like ships in the night, but you always get there eventually. If there's a willingness on both sides to make it happen, then it doesn't matter. I say I'm, I'm patient. So I'm also very uh, impulsive. I've actually had, I've had conversations with people about podcasting one minute and been on a podcast chatting with them the next. But I've also, you know, I've <laughs> also fun. waited two or three months, like, you know, uh, Whatever, you've got to be adaptable. I think in, in this life, especially in the pandemic, have shown that you've got to be able to do everything. You know, you've got to be able to go impulsive and quick if the, the needs must. And you've got to be able to take your time and be patient if the needs must as well. So it's about being adaptable to the situation and the environment. Exactly. And then again, that brings you back to service because you're, you know, you have that servant's heart. You're going to figure out a way somehow to get that in for them, to do yeah. their podcast for them, or to be on their podcast, because you understand what it's like to try to get people on your podcasts. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. So, well, that's the thing. Once people come on my podcast, quite often, if I, I, I know other podcasters, quite often I'll recommend them to some of my other friends who are podcasters, if I think there's a good fit, because, you know, so, some podcasts, like my, me, I like to just get anyone on, really, and have a chat. Most of the time they're entrepreneurs because I meet them business networking. And so, you know, most people who do that are networkers, but I don't have a chat with anyone about anything really, because, you know, it's not just entrepreneurs that I, I can help. And, you know, I've got lots of ways of helping them, but, um, but generally people, you know, people with mental health issues or you know, people who just need a pick me up, people who just need a chat, they need a, an ear for someone to listen to or whatever. It doesn't matter, you know, um, for me, I like meeting people. I like getting to know them. I like um, and to find out about them and seeing if there is a way that, that, that we can help uh, each other, you know, not just me help them, but, you know, people like to help as well. So if you give them the ability to help, then they feel good about about that too. So sometimes it's about, it's about making sure that you ask other people for help as well and not just offer help because people like to give help too and you can't, you can't rob them of that satisfaction and that and that happiness in, in in being able to help you too that was a hard lesson for me to learn <laughs> yeah, i had i had i had a friend that said to me she wanted to buy dinner and i knew she was you know she had limited income so i always bought and she finally said you know what you need to let me get my blessings too <laughs> Yeah. He said, okay, we'll, we'll let you <laughs> and be thankful. <laughs> I've been fiercely independent since I was 11. I've been an entrepreneur since I was 11, wheeling and dealing. And, and so I, I find it very hard as well. But I, I started realizing because I suppose of, 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 of the knowledge that of the enjoyment I, I have in, in giving. And I've got a happiness formula as well. I don't know. I think I've told you the happiness formula, haven't I? Have I told you my happiness formula? No, please share. I have mentioned it a couple of times in Speed Network, and some people have asked me about it. Um, but I've got a happiness formula called SMART, SMART Happiness Formula. And the SMART stands for sleep, meditation, ability to perform, random acts of kindness, and targets, target setting, target achievement. And basically, if you have seven to eight hours sleep a night, 
you uh, have 30 minutes of meditation or mindfulness in the day. You have uh, you look after your ability to perform, which is exercise for at least 30 minutes a day. Drink plenty of water so you're hydrated. Have a well-balanced nutritional diet. Yeah. And then you do random acts of kindness, at least one a day, but ideally as many as you can. And you do targets. So you set targets and you achieve them regularly. Yeah. Then basically, I guarantee that I can make anyone happier if they were to follow that daily formula. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very it's, good formula. Yeah, it's, it's a very good formula. And it's scientific, really. All of those aspects of every single aspect of, of the SMART formula is scientifically proven to either make you happier by the releasing of endorphins, yeah, or to not make you sadder. Yeah, because if, for example, you don't exercise, right, exercise will release endorphins, but you'll also start feeling more miserable if you don't get out and do some exercise. If you don't right. do mindfulness and meditation, your brain's a bit confused. If you don't have good sleep, you will feel worse than if you had good sleep. If you don't look after your um, nutrition and your hydration, you will feel worse. Yeah, and if you do random acts of kindness and you set targets and you look forward to hitting those targets and then you hit them, and you get um, task-orientated goal achieving, yeah. Then they that releases endorphins, just like uh, random acts of kindness re releases oxytocin. So basically, they are they are all scientifically, medically proven to make you happier if you do them all, right? You know, and and I've found that formula. I found that during the start of lockdown because uh, I was living that formula. I was living it and I, I realized that I've always been a very happy person, always very positive, always very optimistic. And I was only doing maybe 70, 80% of the formula, but I started doing the 100% daily routine formula. And I had the happiest period of my life during lockdown, the start of lockdown. And so uh, that formula come to me one day. And I was just, because uh, I've always been happy, but sometimes I've been goal setting and sometimes I haven't. And then other times I've been doing exercise every day, or actually since I was a kid, probably more just a couple of times a week. But because of the pandemic and I had extra time in my schedule and I was out every day exercising, that combined with the actual everyday goal setting and task completing, on top of all those other things then of, of um, exercise, hydration, nutrition, and uh, good sleep, which I've always had, I always made sure to have good sleep. But I was doing the whole thing together. I was thinking, well, that's, you know, most people do 70, 80% of what they should do to be extremely happy, but they don't do the last 20, 30%. And if they can get to do that uh, every day, they will be much happier. You know, you could be happy, but then there's different levels of happiness. And biologically, physically, mentally, you'll be at a peak level if you can do that formula, the smart formula. Uh, on a, a religiously on a daily basis like you know yes it's similar to the life wheel where if you have all components of your life from your family to your business to your uh, social life to like you said the reading all that in balance then yeah. you'll tend to be balanced <laughs> or be complete. You know, like you said, you're only doing 70% of something. You're only 70% 70, 70 complete. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, um, I, I got a happiness formula, but I've met someone else who's got a happiness formula as well. And his is um, it's, uh, G cubed. 
cubed and the g cubed is um gratitude growing and giving oh, that's he basically one, says you've got to have your three pots full and if you're not feeling so good then you've got to look at which one of the three pots is most empty and work on filling that one up so that's a good um, goal so that's a good that's a good part as well I, I get that as well because you know gratitude if you're not feeling grateful then you need to build that up and once that's built up then and giving and and and, and growing you know growing in yourself that's a bit like goal goal setting goal achievement growing because right. when you're setting goals and you're achieving them you're always developing you're moving on yeah mm -hmm. so so that's very similar and then gratitude is all about uh, you know so mindfulness and 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 random acts of kindness and that sort of thing links in with sort of gratitude and, and that type of thing that type of mental uh, ability and then uh, giving you know random acts of kindness and giving it makes you feel good and that's so so it, it, it is a bit different to mine but i can see lots of similarities in it too like you know well and if you're grateful for your health you want to keep your health yes. so that would make you want to work on your health <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> to you know. keep it so yeah i think they all work together well yeah, that one is a bit more of a philosophy, if you like, about keeping the pots level, if you like, whereas mine's a bit more of a practical instruction guide, if you like, you know, do these things regular. And uh, I believe... Uh, I it's wanna, a checklist. I, I like yeah, our check marks I wanna, when I we complete something. I'm doing it, and then I want to I wanna test, I want to get people's... I want to gauge their happiness score from when they started, before they started implementing the happiness structure, and then the happiness score after. So at some point in my life, I'm going to get that formula out to people. I'm probably not going to charge for it. I'm going to give it for free because as part of the way I can help as many people on the planet is by giving them the happiness formula. Um, and then, and, that, and that's something I can speak about constantly on stages and on podcasts and that sort of thing. That would be a good survey to do. Yeah. yeah survey exactly. that's on your, on your board back there. First, that would be your good warm market, and then through LinkedIn might be another market to survey and yes. see definitely. see where it goes. That could give you a lot of information for speaking. Yes, yes, definitely. And then, but but actually, um, when I finished my happiness formula, I was thinking about all the things that I was doing every day. So it, it didn't start off as smart. I had to write everything down and come up with an acronym because I think if you have an acronym, it's easier to remember. And, and that's why I got ability to perform to cover three things because I wanted it to be smart. By the time I had the S and the M and the and the R, and I had B originally for goals instead of targets. But by the time I had the S, the M, the R, and the T, I had E for exercise and hydration, and and then all of a sudden I thought, bang, the smart comes, and uh, and that's how it worked. But as my brain brain was thinking about these sort of things. I also realized what makes me happy is success. It's actually, it's that goal setting, goal achievement. And that's what I was doing a lot of during the pandemic. I was getting things like I wrote a book, started a podcast, did lots of episodes, went global networking. I was just ticking off like, like life, you know, like the bucket list things on your life, big things in your life that you want to do. I was ticking them off. And, uh, and so, you know, that's why I come up with the, the, the smart happiness formula. But then I realized because I like success and I enjoy success, and I've been fairly successful most of my life consistently. We all have ups and downs and stuff. And, right. and I had a big down in the global credit crunch. 
um, but the rest of my life has always been pretty successful. And, um, and so what I realized is uh, success is a big part of my happiness as well. So I come up with a success formula, which was again, you know, something I've been doing all my life, which I know works for me. And I called that STREAMS, and that stands for systems, technology, relationships, efficiency, action, marketing, and sales, which is streams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I believe that these are, they're not a daily ritual, but they're like a life plan. That if you grow those seven pots through your life, if you invest, you know, time regularly into growing your systems, your technology, your relationships, your efficiencies, your actions, your marketing and sales, that's how you become more efficient because how you become a professional because you get all of those seven areas covered in your life and they give you the compound effect of you know once you've got efficiency because you're using technology and you've got great systems and you know and you understand how to build relationships and you understand the efficiencies and you take massive action and you know how to market and sell yourself they are all the, the component parts of becoming successful in whatever area of life you want to become successful in and to give you a little play on words, as you were saying that, I said it helps everything flow, flow well, smoothly. So, so, so I call it streams, and then I, and then I call them together smart streams, which I put you in full flow. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. So they put you See? in flow. Yeah, they put you in full flow, and and that is what I consider to be an elite business performance formula. So you've got the so, success formula, and you've got the smart formula. Yeah, the happiness formula, and you put them together, and what that is is an elite business performance formula because you can have success without the health, but it won't last long. But if you have the success with the happiness and with the health, then you actually have long-term success, which is the key to, 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 to life, really, is, is doing what you love all the time and enjoying it and having longevity out of it. Exactly. And oh, yeah. it all it all goes together in, in perfect harmony as well. So yeah, because yeah. like you said, you've designed it to where um, every, one thing flows into the other. You know, one thing they're all interchangeable for success. That's right. Yeah. So I'm going to give the smart for the, the happiness formula away, the smart formula, and then I'm going to hopefully try and help people to um, to become more successful in life by teaching them various aspects, the seven pillars of success helping them with that and the big one you know one of my big ones is relationships networking building connections and i think you know that's why if you listen to most top entrepreneurs they'll always tell you it's the it's the you know their success is down to the team they built around them mm-hmm. yeah and in building that team it's not just who the leader is it's who the leader is helping the others be and yeah. become so the yeah, well, encouragement a- factor is in there too yeah, I'm a big fan of Bob Berg. Have you, have you heard mm-hmm. of Bob Berg? Yeah, the go-giver. Yep. The go-giver, the go-giver sell more, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, so you, know, you, you could become successful by helping other people to achieve whatever they want in life. Right. Have you ever read The Energy Bus? No, I haven't read that one, no. Um, John, J-O-N, I can't think of his last name all of a sudden, but he's got several, and those are very positive books. So for those yeah. people who are listening that struggle maybe with a little negativity those books um i've told those to given those to a few people john gordon j-o-n-g-o-r-d the energy bus yeah yeah. the energy bus he has soup um 
I can't remember. A lot of the names are real short on the books, but I should be able to remember them, but I can't. Um, well, but funny, funny enough, those are good books too. One of my questions for you earlier was going to be because you said you like reading and all that, so I was going to ask you to recommend some books, and then you got around to it in the end anyway. So, uh, <laughs> well done for that. We was on the on the same wavelength there. Um, we tend to do that. <laughs> We've done yeah. that in the network groups too. But yeah. yeah, the other, the only other book I would recommend, and I read it every year, is um, the uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Dale Carnegie. Yeah, because yeah. of all the different, um, he has some great lessons in there with examples, you know, life stories. Yeah, that, I haven't actually um, read that book, but everyone recommends that book, everyone. But um, um, again, everyone used to recommend uh, Think and Grow Rich and Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I yes. only read both of those uh, this year, but I oh. audio booked them. Okay, yeah, those are I've good ones too. Dad, um, I've been on Rich Dad seminars and all that, you know, over the last few years and stuff, but I actually only read, I don't have time to read books. I'm not a massive reader, you know. I tend to watch the film rather than read the book. <laughs> but um, what I found during the lockdown again when I was out exercising all the time is I had time to listen to podcasts. I was listening to podcasts and I was listening to audiobook. And I, I managed to get through, I think, about 16 books, you know, this, uh, this summer, really. And, uh, you know, I listened to Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, Think and Grow Rich. And also loads of like Brian Tracy, you know, the psychology of sales and of success and all that sort of stuff. I don't know. Well, sorry. I was going to say, I never really listened to a lot of that stuff because I've always been naturally sort of positive and psychology anyway. But I just, mm -hmm. I like Brian Tracy. I think he gives great content. So I thought I'd go through, and you know what it's like on YouTube, you listen to an audiobook and then another one pops up and another one pops up. And, uh, yeah, yeah so John Maxwell is another good one that has a lot of information. Um, I think yeah, what's that book my, called? One of my favorites from John Maxwell is uh, Today Matters. Okay. And it is an emphasis on what we do today matters tomorrow. And yeah. it's a motivational book in the fact that when you read it, you say, huh, <laughs> how have I used my 86,400 seconds today? And it's a good reflection, you know, to get yeah. you to kind of check yourself, like with your lists, you know, to be yeah. able to check those off. Did you uh, did you read uh, read or listen to Eat That Frog from Brian Tracy? Which a, a time that one I have book? not yet. <laughs> you? That's a good time management book. That is obviously when you were in virtual PA, and I thought you might have listened to that one. But, um, but yeah, that's a really yeah, that, good I think book. I think I was a VA before that book came out. Okay. So that was back in the like late 1990s um, yeah. into early 2000s. There's another one which I really liked. It, it just popped up on YouTube. Uh, David Swartz, I think it is, um, The Magic of Thinking Big. I like that one. I'm reading that one now. Yeah, so. it's good. That's a really good book. Um, and, and also, I, I, I'm a massive Grant Cardone fan. So uh, 10X, 10X Rules and, and all mm -hmm. them as well, you know. Um, you know, the reason I like Grant Cardone is um, obviously sales, and I'm sales and marketing as well. And he's into property as well, and I, I, I want to get into property. But also, Grant studied a lot of the top entrepreneurs on the planet. A lot of his knowledge and information comes from, you know, he spent a lot of time, you know, learning from the top sort of, uh, you know, 20 or 100 billionaires, like, you know. So he's learned a lot of good techniques. And uh, there's another guy I like, Kevin Green, who learned a lot off um, Richard Branson. He was um, 
sort of mentored by Richard Branson from a sort of fairly young age and um, mm -hmm. the great guy he's based in Wales that you know another property guy I've not read that either I'm gonna to have to look a few of these get that list from you and look a few of these out yeah well I think um, I think the, the thing is with personal development is that you know a lot of the messages are very similar or or even the same you know um, but it's just sometimes the way they're said and you know sometimes it's like do you resonate with this person more than that you know the language they use and you know it's often similar techniques and and so so you can you can get the same message and come to the same point by listening to a lot of the different people than someone else you know lots of people do you know read and listen to the same stuff on rich start and think and grow rich they're the two pillars i think of personal development in in most people's uh, sort of experience but there's lots of other directions you can go there another guy i only stumbled across in um, the summer was jim rome Mm -hmm. Jim Rohn's got some amazing uh, YouTube content. and uh, He does. Yeah, I was just going to say his is, a lot of his now is on YouTube. It wasn't yeah. originally, but um, but back to the go-giver, one of the great, I, I think one of the, um, the greatest thing about that book is it's an easy read. It's a story, so it draws people in. However, just reading it as a story is one thing, but when you evaluate it the second time, I had to read it the second time, but the second yeah. time when you evaluate the lessons that are taught in that, um, it really gives you a lot of practical application to where you yeah. can apply those things that you've just learned from that book into your life. I, I do see you doing that as far as being the go-giver. Well, and I've the actually had, um, I've had Bob Berg on my on my podcast, and um, have you? And, and we fun. speak we speak fairly regularly on Twitter. You know, I, I share a lot of his content, and um, and uh, he always thanks me, and we have a little chat and stuff. And he was one of the um, speakers on the Interbiz Global Summit that was on uh, Wednesday to Friday. So um, oh. I might get him back on my podcast. I actually think about that because he's a great oh. guy, uh, Bob, and. Um, I'd like to talk to him about the Global Summit because that's two birds, one stone. That's helping him get his message out there, helping me get someone on my podcast and actually talking about the Global Summit, which is, uh, you know, a summit which is um, done by Intraviz, which is obviously where I'm working now. I'm doing uh, sales and marketing for Intraviz. And they're doing three summits next year as well. So it's sort of like, you know, closing off last summit, talking about the next upcoming summits, getting him on my podcast and, and sharing the message, which I think is, is wonderful so that's just uh, prompted me to get Bob back on my uh, on my podcast so thanks for that and um, and when you do please give me notice because I know probably at least several hundreds of people that have that love his books and yeah. would love to actually hear him on a podcast I'm sure well <laughs> so he's actually know. been on he was on a couple of months ago so uh, if I okay. get you the link from YouTube you can send ah. that one out as a, as a, as a, a way of a people maybe getting used to my <laughs> podcast and stuff and you send me your um, your YouTube channel again I can find it you know I'm subscribed and I'll share that out a bit more as well as see if we can get some more kids from around the world listening to uh, to grandpa reading stories <laughs> the internet yeah. So um, yeah. I'm conscious now it's uh, time for us to to go speed networking. All so right. it's been a, a pleasure speaking to you. Is there anywhere Thank you, you. want to um, send people to connect with you? What's the best place to send them to? Uh, they can connect with me either on LinkedIn. Um, it's R Kim Hall, or through my email, which is servingyou.kimhall at gmail.com. 
or they can, uh, I'm sure, find me through you. If they're connected with you, you can get them my information as well. That's something that I always say, if people resonate with someone, even a previous guest or a current guest or whatever, just let me know and I can do the introduction. And all the people I get on my podcast are great people. They, they all want to help and serve others. And I'm sure, um, you know, again, if you look at my back catalog on my YouTube channel, and if there's anyone on there you want to connect with, um, you know, uh, I think there's a good girl that you'd get on with. Oh, you probably know her, actually. I think you're probably saying. Meet that with this Jeanette Tethridge. Oh yeah, Jeanette. I just sent her another message today. She was checking on me since she hadn't hadn't seen me on the network for a couple of weeks. Yeah, because because so you would both, um, you would offer similar products, but also complementary right. products and deal right. with similar sort of people, etc. So yeah, that would be uh, yeah. one. But we have, um, we have a lot of the same work experiences, so we share yeah. a lot of that information together. But she's yeah, great. So, yeah, she's she's Mary Kay, and I have the artistry and. And, um, you know, we go back and forth and, and uh, are able to, uh, actually, her company was the first skincare company I ever used. So, oh, was it? Okay, uh, so I right. give her a couple of testimonies and stories to that as to how I brought that forward into my company into, with artistry. So, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. And yeah, it's always good to have somebody who is, um, you know, maybe walking the same path, has a similar back, back experience and you can, you know, talk about ideas and they're going to get it rather than, exactly. you know, some people you talk to them about some things and they just don't, they don't understand it because they see it from a different point of view and a different perspective. And, and, and so some they, people's um, perspective is one of competition. And yeah. I think both Jeanette and I look at it as a complementary kind of thing. Maybe yeah. our products compete a little bit, but you know, we're going to reach different markets and that's okay. And there's enough business for everyone. So exactly, I love exactly. meeting with people who have that mentality. <laughs> and you could do, you could do a, a virtual ladies night or something one time and, and actually you know, bring, bring each other's friends and associates and connections together and see which complementary products, you know, would, would, would work for, for the wider community and group. Yes. So, we you know, collaborations have, are always good. We, we have a lot of good conversations like that, so yes, yes, we'll yes. have to let you know when we do. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, yes. So, uh, so yeah, it's been great having you on. I look forward to seeing you on the Speed it. Networking, and uh, have a great uh, rest of your day. All right, you too, and thank you so much for the opportunity to share with you, and I got to learn a few more things about you too, so thank you. You have brilliant, a great day, brilliant. Mike. And you, all the best. Bye-bye. Right. Take care, bye.